It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 69. Minute 69 begins with a doctor headed into a hospital room and ends with some frog yoga, I guess we could call it. <laughs> That's little... what I, I had that written down as well. Really? I, I mean, I don't really know what else to call it. I mean, we can get into a little bit more into uh, this doctor's medical uh, techniques later. But uh-huh. um, but uh, for now, I did want to say... the. The first thing I noticed about this minute is that when she walks into the into the hospital room and then you, it kind of pans over to Kermit looking out the window, that could definitely go into our horror um, montage because it's just so creepy. Oh, it, it is. It's a it's an interesting hospital room. It, it's very it, it, the pink. Yeah. Tones. I, I don't know. I mean, like it, it looks like a hospital room, but it also looks like like my grandma's spare bedroom yeah and like the pictures on the wall don't look like hospital art no no like the dress the the set dressing here is a little strange but the doctor is wearing pink too i noticed so i wonder if like maybe she likes to have all her hospital rooms pink i noticed that too she matches like yeah she matches the bedspread and the drapes and the curtains yeah so yeah um i mean like Yesterday we talked about. I think that the hallway seems a little creepy. Yeah, um, and and I don't know. This was. Uh, I think this was just like a maybe a quick quick set build, I guess, or whatever. They just. I mean it. It does the trick, and I think that connecting this minute to last minute kind of is really kind of important in terms mm-hmm. of how this scene is is introduced because it is this sort of long kind of creepy tracking shot. It's kind of unlike what we've seen before in this movie, you know? Yeah. So it's, it almost feels like they were like, all right, we're, we're hitting the end of our budget. We have to shoot this hospital scene. What can we do on the cheap? And, uh, it's almost like, yeah, you're right. Like even, even the, the, the scene, the the way it's shot feels a little bit out of place from the rest of the movie with that track. Yeah. And and so it's like, you know, Frank stayed home this day. The, the budget was (laughs) low and they were like, ah, just, Go do something. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I completely get it from a storytelling perspective, like in terms of like, this is how we want to reveal Kermit. And it, it is an interesting shot, but yeah, just a little strange in this movie. And it does feel a little bit out of place, which is weird. Yeah. But, um, this doctor, we don't ever find out her name. She's just Kermit's doctor. Um, and her name is Linda Lavin. Yeah. Yeah. Linda Linda Laven. I looked her up and I didn't recognize her from anything. Did you? Oh, really? I I mean Alice, the TV series Alice. Yeah. Um. I, I, oh, mean, I never saw that. No, I guess. All right. Like, for my my cousin who like would babysit me, his older cousin, um, like was very into I guess the the late seventies TV shows, and mm-hmm. so. I don't know, like, and, and even, like, earlier TV shows. I was at, like, Happy Days and, and things like that. And so I kind of grew up watching these kind of sitcoms. Um, and so this was, uh, she was on Alice from 76 to 85. It was actually a decently long-running um, 
TV series. Yeah, that is pretty long. Yeah, and she played Alice, the main character. So she, she was. It took place in a diner. She was a waitress. Um, and so, I mean, she was very famous at this time. Right. Okay. She was a very famous sitcom actress. Um, she appeared on episode 406 of The Muppet Show. And uh, she, uh, yeah, that's that's about all I have. I mean, she she won the oh, and actually no, she has that that transition into Broadway. Um, I'm not sure. I I don't have it right in front of me. I guess she did a little Broadway up until then, but she actually won a Tony Award in '87, so a couple of years after the filming of this. Um, uh, movie, but she was on Broadway before that as well. Do we know for what? Uh, lead actress in the play Broadway Bound. Mm. So kind, oh, of, well, okay. kind of funny because, I mean, that's what this movie's about. I mean, I don't, right. know, I don't know what Broadway Bound is about, but, I mean, from the title, we could infer something there. And, yeah, I uh, think so. So, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. All right. Play, maybe well, that's how she she got the inspiration to want to play that role three years later. It seems like I mean overall I don't know who she is, but I think she plays this role really well. I think it's mm-hmm. a good it's a good cameo. It seems like she's having a good time, and I think she's interacting with Kermit really well. Um, she's funny. I mean, yeah, she's she's a, she is a like she has that her delivery is, is her humor. I think the way the way she delivers the timing and everything. And it's kind of very matter of fact, or I don't know if deadpan is the right word. It's not really deadpan, but it's just like very matter of fact. She's going about these things, but it's very humorous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's taking it seriously, you know, whereas we're watching it and we're, everything she's doing is completely ridiculous, but she's taking it very seriously. That's, I think where, where the humor is in this. A lot of it is, a lot of it is in the next minute, but, um, but this, I, I want to say this bit with the with the reflex when yeah. she taps his knee is probably is one of the funniest moments in the movie. I don't I don't know why, but I laugh so hard every time. It's just so funny to me. Oh, it's great, and 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 I think it's partly the way Kermit plays it too. Yeah, well, I guess oh, Jim yeah. plays Kermit. But you know, like just the way he stares down at his little leg and then it flips up. I mean, so it's it's adorable. And it's humorous all at the same time, so it's kind of warming. Yeah, his reaction, just the way he kind of, and then the other one flips up, and he looks totally confused, like what's happening? Yeah. Like it's it's it was it's just very cute. Yeah, <laughs> it is funny again how whatever Jim does in there with his hand, mm-hmm. he can completely affect his mood. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's amazing. Like I, it's a different Kermit. You know, it's incredible. I don't know how to. You know. Well, no, you're right because there, there's no there other than the way Jim, I guess, moves Kermit, moves his hands, switches the face, like it, it, it does. It conveys a different Kermit. We could tell when Kermit's happy or sad or confused or you know, and and in here, I mean, I'm totally buying that he has a foggy brain right now. Yeah. Wait, well, sorry. The foggy brain? What did, I, did I say foggy brain? Uh, you said foggy, but I know okay. what you mean. Well, I, no, I meant foggy. Yeah. But I thought I accidentally said froggy. No, you said foggy. You're I got, good. I got frogs on the brain. But he has both, so it's yes. okay. He does have both. <laughs> 
But so, yeah, it is amazing just the body language that he's able to do in every scene. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just continually amazed. Well, no, uh, yeah, and, and it is something like that that we've seen it a million times. But every time you do see it, and we're watching it in these small clips, it's easy to be, you know, amazed over and over again at it. The reflex, the reflex joke, though. I feel like that was a fad, like. Not necessarily a fad, but that was a thing for a while. Like, I remember all the cartoons I watched. Like, yeah. I'm sure it was in Looney Tunes a billion times. Different versions of a reflex gag. But I, and I remember as a kid not knowing what it was. Like, I wouldn't be yeah. like, what are they doing? Why are they hitting their knee with a hammer? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> as, a, as a small kid, I remember yeah. never knowing what that meant, you oh, know? And I hate that feeling so much. Did you ever, like, did you ever have somebody or, or you hit yourself there, like, on purpose to, like, make the reflex thing? Yeah, I know what you're talking about because <laughs> I, I, I've done it. I feel like I've done it at the doctor's before. Yeah, it feels uh, so Like, weird. a long time ago. It does feel weird, yeah. It, uh, but, and, and I feel like... um I don't feel like people do the reflex joke anymore. I think it's had its day. I don't yeah, see it anymore. Well, I don't even think they do it at the doctor anymore. You know? Maybe, maybe not. They might maybe just scan you now. I don't know. Yeah, I certainly haven't. Don't recall doing that in any sort of recent memory. Yeah. So I don't know. It's an interesting. You, it does seem like a very dated, outdated thing. Though. Right. Like a, I, outdated practice. I can't put my finger on it, but like, I, I feel like almost every sitcom or cartoon I watched had it. Like, you know, the doctor would hit it and then the person would kick and they'd kick the doctor and, and things like yeah. that. I, I, I remember that joke just being in my consciousness and now I'm like thinking and it's like no one does that joke anymore. Yeah, you're totally right and I never would have thought of that if you hadn't brought it up. That's so funny. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. So also about Linda's delivery, um, the way she kind of just matter of factly says like tr- the, the, the reflexes like, or she says something about like, um, you know, just what we'd expect. Because as you know, you have amnesia, you know, right. it's, 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 it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like what? What? Like that's how we decide if you have amnesia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she does say like slow and confused. So, I mean, I suppose the confused part kind of leads into the amnesia you know it kind of makes sense uh but it's still funny i mean i think the idea is that none of this stuff makes sense and yet she's coming up with a diagnosis that is actually correct but i don't know how she got there it's like when you look it's like when your kid has to do math homework and they somehow come up with the right answer but you have to make them show the work (laughs) that's what it feels like it's like you didn't i don't know what you did to get there but here we are um but but it is funny. It's very funny. Well, you, you know, she didn't have to go that far. He can't remember who he is. So, you right. know. Right, right, right. That's, I love when she tickles his feet. It's very, very yeah. cute. And, and and Jim giggles. Yeah, it's like an Ernie giggle. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like a, you know, that sort of, it's very cute. So, do you think, like, it's funny how often sitcoms and comedies use amnesia like as a a plot device right because it's it's not i i mean i it's not common i i mean i i looked it up and it 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 really doesn't happen that often um the it doesn't get diagnosed that often i think it it really most people get it because of like 
the disease or something like that or drugs or alcohol most people don't get amnesia from like a a bump on the head it's it doesn't happen so because i kind of looked into that like the leading causes are like drug use age different things like that and very low on the list is like i got hit in the head Right. Like I could see how in in a very, very extreme rare circumstance that maybe like an, a head injury could affect your memory. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see how that could happen and it's completely plausible. But yeah, like you said, very, very rare. It doesn't seem it, like it's kind of like when I think like they use that so often on TV. It's kind of like when you have like an unwanted pregnancy on TV yeah. and it's like all the time, like like someone will have a one night stand and then they'll get pregnant magically. <laughs> And I'm always like, do you know the odds of that happening like are so slim that but it, but it happens like on every single television show. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, okay, I guess it can happen, but it's it's pretty rare and uh th- not as rare as that. I'm not comparing those in numbers cuz it's not even close, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They they seem to use this as a plot device on all kinds of uh media. It's pretty funny. It, it's, it's easy. It's, it's convenient it's though. And very, it's funny. Yes, it's very convenient. It's very easy. You can easily like cure it because it could just pop out with like another hit in the head, you right. know. So so it's very easy. And so that this is the number I was looking for: five out of a hundred thousand people every year get amnesia. Like at all, or from an accident? At all. At wow. All. So yeah, that's in, that's that's very I mean, very that's, low. That's very rare. Like I I think I mean I didn't really compare it to other things but i mean that that seems very rare well you know what's interesting too is i mean i'm sure there i mean i'm sure there have to be different kinds of amnesia like you you remember certain things and you don't remember others kind of like having a stroke like i feel like it would be the same sort of like he's obviously remembers some things you know he knows how to how to go look for a job and he knows how to speak and he knows what italian is you know what i mean like he knows a lot of things, but he just doesn't remember his identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how in in uh, if that is a thing that can happen. I would be interested in, to learn more about real amnesia, like if that's a thing that happens. Like you can just whoa, sorry, that was my cat knocking my microphone over. <laughs> you can you can just forget your identity and nothing else. You know oh, what I mean? Like wow. Well, yeah. I mean that that would be more like being hypnotized. Right, but that seems yeah. what that's going on here. That's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. seems like that's what's happening here. You know, it's well, not like you suddenly revert to a baby and you don't know anything. I you mean, know, we'll see in the next few minutes. You're you're right. Well, yes. Okay, L- two things here. So number one, I, I it feels to me like he forgets that he's trying to put on a play too. Oh yeah. Well, that's part of his identity. Okay, well, if you're stretching that, okay. I, I mean, like, I guess everything that sort of has to do with your own personal life, like in your all your personal oh, details. Oh, as opposed to, like, I know that's a dog. Like, I didn't forget exactly. that that's a dog. I know to, how to cross the street. I know how to okay. go through a door. I know how to do all these other things that you would think that your brain also has to somehow retain the information for, you know, that's what I'm saying is that when, you know, people always joke about like, oh, selective amnesia, like, oh, you seem to forget that very conveniently, you know, like (laughs) certain things, you know, um, which I see all the time, but uh, in real life. So that's not as rare. But um, this, in you know, in particular, I would just be really interested to learn more about actual, 
even the rare amnesia and how it works. I mean, I'm sure it just affects different parts of the brain, but I find that really fascinating. So, I, I mean, this, this won't really necessarily answer your question without like going too deep into it. But what I found about it is there's two main types of amnesia. One, where you forget stuff acquired before the traumatic incident or a particular date. And you forget yeah. in a... In a, a Usually it's a period of time. So it's really weird because you usually it could like go back a few months or a couple of years. Um, right. But for the second some one re- is like you can't form new memories, right? Basically, yeah. You can't you can't transfer new information to your short term part Ugh. of your brain. So like, yeah. Um, That's crazy. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, I know know somebody with with that. They're they're. They have a disease and, and going through that and, and you tell them and then two minutes later they ask you the same question. And, and it's really, I mean, people with dementia, I guess, right? Like I, I remember, you know, like my, my friend's uncle went through that. And it's, it's really weird like that, that that happens. Like, but it's really selective. Then they'll remember like things that happened when they were two, you know, like it, it's so weird. Yeah. They need to do a, a Muppet version of Memento. <laughs> now all this said we don't know if movie. any of this applies to a frog's brain right i mean but you know do frogs really have much to to remember in general most frogs <laughs> well, probably this, not no. this is actually a good point because it kind of well i mean i think maybe we'll talk about this more tomorrow but like i think it's interesting that you say that because i feel like she doesn't seem to know he's a frog it's one of those scenarios where I'm like, I'm never quite sure when people know he's a frog and when they don't. Yeah, and it's it's amazing how loose the Muppets always play with that. Because yeah. next week we're going to run into a similar-ish situation. Um, and and I, it, is, it is kind of funny because... It would it would have been interesting. I mean, they could have even played this where he, you know, went to a vet or something like that. Who knows? You know, they could have played it differently. But I think it's funnier. Obviously, I think it's funnier that he's in a people hospital. But uh, right, because I think it, as a general rule, I think they teach they they treat them like humans. Yeah. They just call them by their by their names, like by their animal names. That, like, oh, you're yeah. you're a frog, but I'm not treating you like a like a slimy frog that hops on the floor. I'm treating you like a human. You know, although. I, I don't know if she'd be doing this feet bendy thing to a human. Well, I mean, we can get into this tomorrow because I have things to say about that. But um, I'd love to touch Kermit's feet. I know. I want to tickle them. They're very cute. Right? Yes. They're very cute. His little toes. You don't get to see his feet very often, especially in this much uh, detail and this close up and, and this, you know, this shot being so long. It it is unusual. So it's a cool it's a cool little moment. I like him against the bed and his little perfectly frog sized uh hospital gown. Mm-hmm. Um again I wonder where they got that, but Jenny. okay, not not gonna ask too many questions. Jenny made it for him. She made him his hospital gown? Sure. Okay. I'm not buying that. No, no, probably not. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I will say though that shouldn't the bottom of his feet be absolutely disgusting? He's been walking around New York yeah. City with those feet for the past how many months? Yeah, that's true. He does not wear shoes. Those, uh, the bottoms of those feet would be disgusting. Yeah, they'd be black for sure. Yeah, bubblegum. I never thought about that, but that's gross and accurate. Would you ever walk bare, 
foot through New York City? I mean, um, if I had to, well, if I, I had to, had I would. To. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, well, it's pretty disgusting. I'm sure it is pretty disgusting. I don't even like walking in my own house with my bare feet. Really? Oh, I mean, that, really. I no. I can agree with that because there's like pet hair everywhere and it kind of starts to build up. But yeah, I, we're slippers. But, but, yeah, walking outside at all is um is is gross. I I can't say I haven't done it. You know, every once in a while in my younger days, I'd go out and you know it would be late and I'd have you know a few too many and I'd be wearing my high heels and you just mm-hmm. don't want to walk around outside in your high heels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh, they just I have know. to come off. It's definitely happened. I've got. I've got to say. You know what's really? It's disgusting. Right, and you know what's really disgusting when I see kids, like parents, let their kids at theme parks at like Disney World walk around barefoot. Like no, yeah, just no. I mean, they know it's supposed to be clean. It's hopefully cleaner than New York, but probably not. And just put on shoes. Isn't that hot too? Well, it's definitely hot, but I mean, it's also disgusting. Well, it's okay in those little areas where there's like water water squirters. Yeah, of course. Okay. Kermit would love that area. I think that he would. I, I like that area. It's pretty fun. <laughs> right. The only other thing I have for this minute is I was trying really hard to, to look at their clipboard because it really looks like it's blank and just says like a post-it note in the center, but I can't really tell. Maybe it's a dry erase board. I I don't know. Oh, at like second 13? Yeah. It does look like a teeny tiny... It does look like a teeny tiny dry erase note. But the point is he does not have a chart. No, there is no chart there. There's like a post-it note or something in the center of that. And that's it. Yeah, that is pretty funny. And I never would have noticed that either. That's really funny. (laughs) I mean, it would have been... I was really hoping for some kind of like Easter egg-ish thing where like you slow it down and it's like... A frog body, you know, like, like, yeah, because, you know, they like have a, a skeleton for a human and yeah, like so. when you dissect a frog and yeah. you have a little diagram. Yeah. Be amazing. Have they ever made a frog dissection joke with Kermit? Because they should. If they right, haven't. They've had to have, right? Right. I mean, it seems like it's just tailor made and ready to go. Yep. Um, the only other thing I wanted to add about this minute was um, I just wrote on my notes. WTF is she doing? as a general as a general rule i don't know what she's doing but i i get the idea that like we're just doing silly things so that we can come up with the diagnosis of amnesia and it it makes me wonder if they were just like hey linda play with his legs yeah and she just made stuff up but it does look like this this little part where he she puts his legs up it definitely looks like choreographed like they were able to make his legs do that somehow. Like, are there strings? Like, how are they making his legs go up perfectly? You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's hard to tell. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't see any strings. Yeah, but there could be. Um, but it does that. That looks a little choreographed to me. So I don't think she's just ad libbing. Yeah. If that's what you're suggesting, yeah, yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, well, if that's all you have for minute sixty nine, come join us tomorrow for minute seventy. Maybe we can get more of these strange medical practices um we will see you guys back here tomorrow on another episode of muppets minute